Welcome to Everyday Greatness, a nice little show proudly brought to you by major sponsor ARA Group, one of Australia's greatest supporters of community projects. Everyday Greatness is a show hosted by a real human being, talking to some real people about real human issues that will help make you feel proud again of simply being a good solid Joe Bag of Donuts. Here's your host, Barnaby Howarth. Welcome to Everyday Greatness and thanks for listening. I'm your host, Barnaby Howarth. This is a show designed to help people realise there is greatness in being an everyday Harry Sacker Rolls. If you were looking for a single human being that sums up what real life resilience is, that person would be Giants netballer Sam Pullman. Sam showed individual resilience as she fought her way through the world, the ultra-competitive world of professional of elite netball and made it to play for her favourite team, the Giants. Her parents helped her shape family resilience in her life by driving her two hours to training in Sydney from up near Newcastle, a four-hour round trip for a two-hour training session. And Sam now is building community resilience in young netballers in the Hunter region through the Aspire program. Sam loved the opportunities she got training with netball in the Hunter region so much, she decided to give something back and she's helping talented young netballers get all the elite training, physiotherapy and well-being they need without their parents having to drive four hours to do it. When Sam was 12 years old, she was a bit unsure of herself and her place in the universe. She wanted to be a professional netballer, but she was so tall, she felt like the odd one out. But Sam used her resilience to help her stick to her game plan. She kept her head down, trained hard, and hoped her dream would come true. It has come true, and so much more. Sam plays in Australia's premier netball competition for the team she loves so much she cried when she got the phone call asking her to play for the Giants. Sam's so much more than just a netballer though. She's a positive role model who gives back to the community that gave her so much. If you were looking for a single human being that summed up the, that said the phrase, nice guys finish last to be wrong, that person would be Giants netballer, Sam Pullman. Sam's far too wise for me to handle on my own, so I've called in some help. I brought the big guns along, so I hope you don't mind, Sam, but I'm going to ask my 13-year-old stepdaughter, Imogen Kickett, to ask you a few questions. Imi was one of our attacking weapons for the Asquith Magpies under-13s netball team that made the grand final last year. Imogen's confidence is growing with every achievement. She was a semi-finalist of TalkFest. She gave the speech of the night when I married her mother and she recently got 18 out of 20 in a maths test. So I'd like to introduce Imogen Kickett. Imi, welcome. Hi, Sam. Hi, Bananabus. Go Giants. Thank you, Imogen. So, Sam, let's jump straight into it. Whenever you mention the name Sam Pullman, one of people's first reaction is, oh, she's so nice. She's such a lovely human being. As a young netballer, were there times you doubted whether being a nice person could help you fulfil your dream of becoming a professional netballer? What a um, introduction and um, I'm delighted to be interviewed by you both um, today. But I think, uh, yeah, when you talk about being a defender um, and being nice um, and I used to, I think I still do, my teammates will tell you that I say sorry too much. So being nice and a defender, um, yeah, doesn't really match up. So maybe I found the wrong position on court. Um, 
But yes, I think I'm a nice person. Well, a lot of people agree with you. (laughs) Being a good sport used to be a source of pride, but competitive sport seems too ruthless to win and be nice at the same time. Is being a good sport useless these days? I think you definitely get the um, white line fever. But for me, um, I guess that's my family and, and my parents and what they've instilled in me and in being um, being part of a team sport is, I think, being um, a good person. And yes, sometimes maybe I bring that on the court too much. And, and yeah, maybe I am um, a bit too nice, but I certainly am competitive and um, strongly back my team but I don't think there's anything wrong being a a good person and a a nice person and um, definitely um, progressing to where I am today isn't an easy road being a nice you know a nice guy but um, look that's who I am and um, yeah I'm I'm proud to be um, a team first kind of person and that's why I started playing sport a team sport when I was seven years old and and still why I play today is because I love being part of a team and um yeah, I, I enjoy being, um, you know, nice to people and, and getting the best out of people around me. You mentioned your parents there. <laughs> Did you ever stop and think when you were a young girl how much of an effort it was from your parents to drive you two hours to training in Sydney? Or did you just shrug your shoulders and say, oh, that's what old parents do? <laughs> um, I'm one of four, so I have um, three brothers. So I certainly, I mean, I hope that I was grateful um, when I was younger, but I just had a passion and a, and a dream for sport. And my dad would run all my brothers around to local sport and, and mum would do the trips kind of back and forth to Sydney. And yeah, like I said, I, I certainly hope that I was grateful during that process, but I think they were just happy to be, I guess, play their role in in me achieving my dreams. And, and they were always... Um, adamant that if there was a day that I didn't want to do it anymore that um, there was no pressure for them that I could you know we could stop going to Sydney and and stop wherever I needed to and I think that was so crucial for me there was no come on pushing me or anything like that I think naturally as an athlete you're hard on yourself and what you need sometimes from your parents is a bit of positivity or or that support or or just listening to you um, you know vent or or talk through the game so as long as I was progressing myself and still wanted to be there um, for them they were happy to play their role and now when I do things like this and and have achieved my dreams I'm, I'm very grateful for my parents the amount of money a week that they would spend on petrol hotels um you know food and not only that but they would go to work um all day pick me one of them and pick me up we'd drive like you said four hour round trip get home anywhere between 11 12 1 a.m they would get up and go to work the next day and also run a household um I think my brothers when they were younger you know they loved that they had a bit more freedom and they had dad but incredible commitment and not only from my immediate family but my grandparents played um, a really important role as well in in you know picking up my brothers if they needed to and, and financial support so you know an incredible commitment from my entire family and my brothers were you know so supportive they could have easily been you know jealous or or anything like that um, but yeah a, a real um, family commitment for me to be able to achieve my dreams and I'm extremely grateful um, that they've allowed me to do that and, and now I'm living what I always wanted to achieve. Lovely. <laughs> so what are your biggest challenges these days as a professional netballer that tries to be a nice person at the same time? <laughs> um, yeah I think that's probably the last 12 months something that um, you know that I 
continually speak to a lot of my mentors about is um, how do you keep progressing and, and ticking over um, with staying true to who you are and what your values are and who you believe in? Um, and for me, yes, some days it's easier than others. And, and um, I've, I have great mentors in my life that I can kind of roll situations off or ask them for advice and kind of keep me to, yeah, who I am and, and what I believe in and my purpose. Um, yeah, and keep me a bit grounded in, in who I am because um, at the end of the day, I think you want to live your life and who you are and you don't want to be impacted by situations or other people. And, it, and it's not easy. Um, but it's having good um, network and, and people around, so a good team around you to keep you who you are, keep you on your track of your why and your purpose. Um, and also for me, um, you know, cheering me on and, and giving me that positivity and, and, and a little bit of a cheerleader when, when you need it so you can keep taking a step forward. Thanks so much, Sam. They're just general <laughs> warm-up questions. Now I'm going to bring in <laughs> the big guns. The hard, yes. <laughs> Come and on, I'm going to ask Imogen Kickett to ask you a few questions. Sure. Imi, fire away. <laughs> As Brian said, my netball team was the Ascoth Magpies. We lost our grand final last year, but at least we beat the team once when they were undefeated. So I've got to say that Well done. Up. Achievement. Yep. Yeah. What does your captain Joe Harden say to pump you up before games? Um, Yeah, so before a game, um, every player, I guess, has their different routine in how they prepare, um, whether that's loud music or or like to go out in the court or or like a bit of quiet time. And then we get addressed by Julie, our head coach, who kind of goes over our game plan and what we want to achieve in that game. And then, um, yeah, Joe Harden usually um, wraps it up, wraps it up for us and she's quite good at um I guess picking the moments and and what's required so sometimes um yeah if we need a bit of energy and, and some motivation or if it's a little bit more direct and and to the point um yeah she's got a really good gauge in, in what the team uh needs prior to us running out in court what can I do to, to be a better netballer <laughs> I think um keep working hard that's my um I guess a bit of my story and my journey is I wasn't, um, yes, I was tall, which is a great asset to being a netballer, but I wasn't a naturally talented um, netballer. My club team, when I was probably about your age, we made the grand final every year and lost to the same club every single year. So I never won a grand final when I was um, younger and was always in the B team um, for my club. So for me, um, it's all about attitude and, and working hard to continue to grow and, and develop. And for me, that kind of mindset and, and those qualities will beat talent any day. Do you still get nervous before netball games? <laughs> Absolutely. Do you get nervous? A whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, I think um, someone told me um, once when I first started playing for Adelaide Thunderbirds and we're talking about nerves and he said to me, oh, show me, um, you know, a chair. And I showed the chair and show me um, your microphone and do all those little things. And they're like, show me nerves. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like nerves is, it's not an object, it's just there. So if you acknowledge that they're there, but not let them control you, that's okay. There, I think they um, show that you care and, and that you're excited and you want to be there. Um, so acknowledge that you have nerves. And then um, for me, what's your job? So what are you going to go on and, and concentrate and, and try and do? Um, rather than letting acknowledging that they're there, but let them take over. Um, we train so hard. You've been playing netball for so long. Um, nerves are good. Let them sit there, um, but go out and play the game that you love. 
What do you like to do to relax? <laughs> uh, I don't have much time to relax. No, um, spend time with my family um, and friends. I have a couple of nieces and nephews who um, are just full of energy and I, I love. So I spend all my free time back in Newcastle um, where I'm from and um, usually something to do with um, Aspire. I can't help myself. My time off goes to things that I'm um, passionate about. Thanks, Sam. Back to you, Barnes. Thank you, Imogen. That was in. That was intense. I hope you survived <laughs> it, Sam. That's great questions. So, a lot of sports people say they want to give back to the community, but you actually do. What does the Aspire program do to provide for young netballers in the Hunter region? Yeah, so I um, started my pathway. Um, in the Hunter region and, and progressed, uh, I guess, each stage of the Netball New South Wales um, pathway. And my first professional contract was with the Adelaide Thunderbirds, who um, at the time were the most um, successful club in the ANZ competition, which was, as you can imagine, that phone call pretty incredible to play with the likes of Beck Bully, Nat Vomberto, who was captain of Australia, um, Renee Ingalls, um, Aaron Bell. Like, we had an absolute incredible team. And my first year won a premiership which is um you know I kind of unheard of for a rookie and I spent four years in Adelaide and um like you mentioned before came home and played for Giants netball and when I came home um I guess in those four years everyone kind of forgot that I was a New South Wales homegrown um athlete and I asked a couple of questions of what netballers in the Hunter region were next or or coming through or you know who was the next um superstar that I needed to look after and and no one um could really answer me and I'd had some wonderful um, opportunities in Adelaide in terms of coaching um, pathway athletes, um, working for Netball SA um, and I found all of my knowledge yeah from my pathway from working in Adelaide um, I wanted to give back to our community in Newcastle in the Hunter region and yeah started off as um, one program called Aspire Netball with 30 girls um, and it was all my passion and, and ideas and, and it's certainly I guess the need and the gap in the pathway was there because after those first couple of sessions um, the girls just absolutely loved it and it started to be become a real pathway in the Hunter region and um, yeah an idea and, and something that I was passionate about making sure that um, more opportunities were given to Hunter region athletes rather than just one or two progressing that maybe had the parents that would drive them like mine or, or financially could afford it. I wanted um, to give more opportunity to our entire region. So that's a bit of why it started and um, just over three years on, um, yeah, it's just growing and, and athletes now are really um, starting to achieve some great things. Very lucky young netballers <laughs> in the Hunter region. So as a professional sports person, a lot of people think you guys are made of steel and you don't show your feelings and that sort of stuff. When's the <laughs> last time you cried at a sporting event? Oh, I thought you were going to say when, when was the last time you cried and I said, oh, yesterday. <laughs> oh, at a sporting event. Uh, um, two that come probably to my – I probably get more frustrated and angry, which doesn't really go with this whole conversation about being, me being nice, but um, it's probably the only time you'll get me angry is if it's been a bad game and we've lost. Um yeah, probably two. One for me in the hub last year. It was a real challenging time. We were away for for so long and it was towards the back half of the season. And as you can imagine, very tired 
bodies both physically and and emotionally and um I lost a family member um the morning of a game and and I thought I was okay and um yeah I, I wasn't when it got to the game I think there was just a lot going on um and then the second probably it stands out for me was after our grand final against uh Sunshine Lightning in 2017 the first year um and I was actually yeah just off court because I think I was, you know, you just want it so bad and, and you've put in and it wasn't our day. Like we didn't play well. So, um, yeah, not not too often um, tears. I think f- usually frustration because you haven't performed or you've lost and obviously we all go out there to win. Um, but I think that's just the passion and, and emotion that goes with the sport. We put so much time and energy into it. And I think if you, if you didn't show some sort of emotion, um, you just wouldn't be at that level. Thank you, Sam. Now, firstly, before I go on, I, I'm sorry for your loss. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for having it. Thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us on Everyday Greatness, though. Thank you, Amy, for drawing out some of Sam Pullman's pearls of wisdom. <laughs> thank you great. to Laura Elliott and Netball Central for giving us somewhere to record this podcast. Thank you to the ARA Group, our major sponsor for Everyday Greatness. Thanks to Look Studio Australia for recording this podcast. And thank you for listening. I hope that when you put your device down in a little while, you lift your head up, push your shoulders back and walk down the street, proud of being an everyday Joe Bag of Donuts. I hope you can join us next week where I'll be speaking to the co-founder of North Shore Mums Smiles to You, Michelle Key. Michelle and I will be talking about how giving back can bring communities together. Thank you again for listening and thank you again, Sam. Thanks for having me. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Everyday Greatness. Proudly brought to you by major sponsor ARA Group. If you'd like to stay up to date, check out our pages on Facebook and Instagram or to listen to more episodes, go to everydaygreatness.com.au or wherever you get your podcasts.